0: Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of Up From Here. Welcome back. If you listened to my first two episodes, and if you didn't, you can definitely check those out. They're on my page, would definitely recommend. But for today, we're gonna be talking about a topic that I honestly have kind of gotten more interested in over like the last year. And just the more I learn about it, the more interested i become and i'm realizing like how impactful it is so this topic is plant-based eating and i know a lot of people when you think of plant-based eating you probably think of a vegan diet or like a vegetarian diet and you know that's cool i just want to give a quick disclaimer i'm not trying to like sell the vegetarian vegan diet, I'm not trying to convert anyone. I realize that this is like if you are gonna change your diet like that, it's it's a pretty big decision. And I realize that not everyone's in the situation to do that and that's totally okay. Um obviously I would never discourage it. If you are thinking about it, I would definitely encourage encourage it. <laughs> but really what I just want to emphasize here is just small changes that you can make in your diet that ultimately make a really big difference and you know it might not seem like that you might seem like oh I'm just one person like it's small little changes aren't going to do anything so why even bother but I don't know I feel like even though you are just one person like you might as well do everything you can with what you have like if that makes sense like I just personally feel like I need, I want to make as positive of an impact as I can. And, you know, if you're listening to this, you're probably the kind of person that wants to improve and wants to be a better person. So I think this is, I've heard from several sources that reducing your consumption of animal products is one of the biggest, most impactful things you can do for the environment. So if that is meaningful to you at all, I would definitely recommend um, making an effort to make some of these small changes and it goes a long way. So yeah. Personally, I have chosen to be vegetarian, but uh, that was not true for most of my life. I only started this about six or seven months ago, and honestly, I've loved it. I feel like it's there it has been difficult at times, but overall i I've, I've just been really satisfied with like what I've been able to learn and like what I've been able to do, I guess. Um and there's so many different like sub category sub labels for like the vegetarian diet there's like pescatarian ovo lacto whatever i kind of feel like those aren't really that important like at first i was going to like go through each of them but i feel like that's it's not really that important to like label it as long as you're just reducing your consumption of animal products i guess personally i you could say i follow like a pescatarian diet Just because, like, I don't eat poultry or beef or anything like that, but occasionally I'll eat fish, but it's really just when there's like not another good protein source. So I guess you could say I'm pescatarian, but yeah, I would not be so concerned with labeling your diet. It's really not that important. But yeah, so basically, what I want to talk about today first, I just want to kind of give an overview of like, why people choose to eat plant-based and like the benefits of it. Again, I'm not trying to sell anyone and there is a lot of information out there about this, especially about the environmental impacts. I'm trying to just keep it simple, giving you an overview of the benefits. I don't want this to be controversial or political or anything like that. I'm just tr- I'm just giving you the information that there is and then I also have some little tips or substitutes you can make in your diet to have a more plant-based diet and to reduce your consumption of animal products. So I hope you guys enjoy and let's get into it. There are a lot of reasons why someone might choose to eat plant-based. I know there are certain religions that actually have restrictions on eating animal products. Um... So that might be one reason, for example, I find this interesting. Um, Jainism, I don't it's not very commonly practiced, I don't think, but I learned recently that they are they follow a strictly vegan diet, and that's because they practice nonviolence towards all living things. So obviously like killing an animal for food would be against that. But honestly, like, shout out to those religions, also, like, Hinduism, Islam, they all kind of have a degree of restriction on eating animals or animal products. And even though the reasoning is definitely, like, more sacred, they, like, I it's still, it's still cool, you know? The benefits are still there that affect, that have a greater positive effect. Um, another really popular reason why people choose to eat plant-based would be the health benefits and i don't want to sound too much like an article on the internet even though i mean it kind of is what it is but you you guys are probably aware that eating less red meat and less processed meat like deli meat it really increase or excuse me it decreases your consumption of saturated fat and cholesterol and that all can lower your risk of diseases like cancer heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and you know, honestly, that's, if you're like me, that's probably not really something you think about, especially if you're under the age of like 30 or 40, like you, you, I don't think most people my age wake up and are like, you know, wondering if their heart is gonna like explode today or not, I don't know if older people do that either, but I mean, regardless, it really just increases your overall health and can allow you to live, like, a longer, healthier, more comfortable life, I would say. Um, So, I think that's definitely something that everyone can benefit from. And I remember seeing this video. I don't even know where it was from, to be honest. But it was, like, this guy that, like, lived to be, like, over 100. And they asked him, like, how did you do it? Whatever. And he said that he didn't eat any red meat. So... There you go. If you want to live to be over 100, I mean, there's a lot of factors that affect how long you live and stuff like that, but that's probably a pretty big one. And I know, I mean, he also said he didn't eat or no, he didn't drink or smoke. So, you know, we can't all be perfect, but if you want to, if you want to improve a little bit, that's, this is a pretty good way to go. Um, obviously, eating less meat also means you have to eat more vegetables and fruits and like I know I've said this 500 million times, but plant-based foods. Um, And that just means you're getting more nutrients, you're getting more fiber, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, etc. And those are all really good for you. I'm not going to go into every single one, but like, I think we all know that vitamins are good for you. We've been told literally since we were like infants to eat your vegetables. So I've also heard people actually choosing, like, a vegetarian or a vegan diet for that purpose, like, just to consume more vegetables. And, okay, this is for my gym folks out here. I hope you're all listening to me. This is very important. Eating plant-based will not kill your gains. Um, You can still get a lot of protein from plant-based sources. I definitely want to share some like specific recipes and like specific foods that you can use to get protein from plant-based sources but I don't like I don't want to list them all here so I think I'm going to put them on my Instagram when I get that up and running but this is also very important I don't hear people talking about this a lot but I learned it recently the strongest man in the world okay are you all listening to me his name is um Patrick uh Bobomian? Hopefully I'm not saying that wrong. Literally the strongest man in the world. I don't know how they measure it, but just I'm just gonna believe that he is. He is a vegan. He is 100% vegan. He very strongly advocates for it. He advocates for like PETA and like animal rights and stuff like that. And you can look this guy up. Like he has gains, y'all. Like he, I mean, he's the strongest man in the world, obviously. So I don't want to hear anyone say that they can't eat plant-based because they're trying to get gains that is not the case. Um you know, whey protein protein shakes, those are usually plant-based. So, well, plant-based. So, um I'm a big fan of those and there's so many other different sources. Like I said, I'm going to try to like compile those and and like share some recipes and stuff like that. If you guys know any or like if you guys have any like favorite plant-based recipes, plant-based protein sources, feel free to share them with me and I will share them. Um, But yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. One of the biggest reasons people choose to eat a plant-based diet and the reason I personally have chosen to eat a vegetarian diet would be for the environmental impacts. Like I said, I feel like this is one of the biggest things you can do if you want to um, decrease your impact on the environment and I don't know like I never really understood until recently exactly how consuming less meat and animal products actually reduces like your carbon footprint and your water footprint but so basically when you look at all the steps required to like produce an animal product like for example we'll just take like cows like producing like ground beef or something step one you got to clear the land which requires machinery which requires energy which emits carbon and can also involve deforestation which we're going to talk about later because so cows require a lot of land to like eat the grass or whatever and to graze and do their thing that requires energy step number two you got to produce food for the animals. I don't know why that's something I never really thought about until I learned about this. But yeah, like it pretty much requires like double the land, double the water to produce animal products. Because you got to feed, you got to have, you got to grow plants for the animals. And then you got to feed the animals. And then, yeah, you see what I'm saying here? Also, once you have all these animals and you have them fed, they're going to produce waste and this waste is very much problematic it releases methane which literally ugh, methane is so annoying it is worse than like co2 it's a greenhouse gas and cows emit a freaking lot of it when they you know do their business and it's really annoying and it goes into the atmosphere and it like traps gases in the atmosphere and it's really annoying also, nitrous oxide, yeah, all that kind of stuff. we don't want that. we don't want those gases, but the more cows that need to be like raised, the more they're gonna emit this stuff so then, once you have this cow and they've like done all their stuff and you're ready to like you know eat it, they have to be transported, they have to be processed, they gotta be like chopped up, you know, not to be gross or anything. But all of that requires energy all of that requires resources all of that emits carbon and other greenhouse gases into the atmosphere and yes plant-based sources of food do also require processing they also require transporting but it is significantly less i don't have exact statistics because i didn't want this to be like just me like throwing statistics at you the whole time but it requires so much less processing and It's just overall so much more, so much less resource intensive. Speaking of which, I also didn't really understand how you can like reduce the amount of water used by consuming less meat. But going back to like the fact that animals need food, they need crops to be grown for them to eat. Apparently, okay, here I do have one statistic for you: forty-one percent of water used for agriculture goes to food for livestock. So literally almost half of the water used in like think of how much agriculture we have like think of how how much food we grow and almost half of that almost half of the water that we use for that literally just goes to food that just goes to like animals which is like fine like the animals need the food obviously but the less meat we consume the less animal products we consume the less water we need to use to grow food and the less animals we need to raise you know you get the idea one source, okay, this is kind of like a shaky statistic, but one source that I read said that making changes in your life or in your diet to consume less meat can reduce your individual water footprint by 55%. To be honest, I don't really know if that meant like a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet. I also don't know if it meant like over your entire lifetime, but either way, I feel like that's pretty significant and it just goes to, I have seen other sources show very high numbers like this so it really just goes to show that yeah I mean you can make small you can take shorter showers you can do all that but consuming less animal products is really 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 going to reduce your individual footprint and like I said earlier you don't you can't really control anything else other than your own footprint so personally that really compelled me to make these changes in my life and hopefully it does the same for you um and like I said, it doesn't have to be crazy changes. Even, I feel like even just reducing your consumption of meat like a little bit every week could probably make, I would say, probably like reduce your water footprint by like 20% or something. <laughs> I mean, that's just a guess, but the point is it's significant. Also, you know, the more we make these changes to, like, reduce all the greenhouse gases that are emitted, the more we protect, like, oceans, ecosystems, like rainforests and stuff. Here's a little quick, quick lesson for you all. You might be aware of it. But greenhouse gases, they raise the temperature of the earth. And that means that the temperature of the oceans rise. And that leads to this terrible little thing called ocean, ocean acidification. And that messes with like the pH of the ocean and that messes with the ecosystems and that messes with the marine life and everything just gets messed up. It's just ugh, it's just a bad cycle that you do not want to be a part of. <laughs> you do not want to be contributing to. Side note, if you ever want to be really sad, look up like, the coral reefs, like, the Great Barrier Reef now and, like, a few years earlier. It is so sad, like, the bleaching of the coral that has taken place. So much of the marine life has, like, disappeared because of this ocean acidification. It's really so sad, and it's just gonna get worse. So, um, that kind of sucks, but, I mean, the reason I'm talking about this is because, Yes, obviously this podcast is called like Up From Here and when I did make it, when I made this podcast, I definitely had the intention of up from here meaning like self-improvement but kind of like I said earlier, I think finding ways to make a more positive impact on the environment is a form of like self-improvement, it's a form of becoming a better person and just more generally, I like I feel like not not to sound too dramatic here but like as a society, I feel like the way we treat the planet, there's definitely room for growth. I don't think anyone can deny that. There was definitely room to go up from here. So that's that's the reason I'm talking about this. It's not to, like, make anyone feel bad or, like, be like, it's our fault. I mean, it kind of is our fault. But, like, you know, make anyone feel guilty for, like, ruining the environment. It's just, like, it is on us, but, like, it's, you know, we can also do things about it. So, you know, similarly, um, like I said earlier, deforestation is kind of like a similar idea. It can definitely mess with the ecosystems. Another sad thing to look up, if you want to be sad, is to look at the effects of deforestation over the past few years. Yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. But again, there's always room for improvement. And that's why people like you and people like me kind of hopefully that want to make a positive impact, that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do here, so that's all. Okay, so I know that was kind of a lot. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. I apologize if any of that was redundant or if you've, like, heard that before. Um, Hopefully you maybe learned something new or maybe you haven't heard that before, Um, but now I really just want to talk about some small tips and changes you can make and just like suggestions for actually implementing this in your life my first suggestion would be to start small especially if this is something that seems really like daunting to you or something you just like you don't really know you want to but you don't know how to go about it or maybe you're just you're just really hesitant to the whole idea of eating plant-based but really just as small as you need to start you can try maybe one meal a day maybe you just instead of having eggs and bacon for breakfast you have cereal or you have oatmeal or something or maybe you need to start even smaller maybe just one meal a week you need you want to try making plant-based just to like try out a new try out some new recipes um I think that will this will definitely like expand your horizons a little bit, and like force you to try some new things, which is always good. You're always going to grow and you're trying new things. And it might even be fun. You might even realize it's not as hard as you think. And maybe you want to start doing, maybe you want to increase it a little bit. I think going one day a week completely meatless is pretty reasonable. I mean, you've probably heard people say like meatless Mondays. That can be extremely impactful and I think it's a good place to start or just like a good way to go in general, something to implement in your life. Um, you could also try like one, maybe one substitute a day or maybe like one substitute a week or something, a couple substitutes a week. You Maybe you can try like a plant-based milk in your coffee or in your cereal or something or You can use oil instead of butter and these are just little things that I'm gonna I'll talk about some more substitutes later but I feel like you know it's pretty simple and it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to drop everything and become a vegan by any means. My next suggestion it would be to eat fewer processed foods. So like I kind of mentioned earlier anything that requires a lot of Processing and transporting is going to have a really high negative impact on the environment. So, the more you can buy local foods, the better you're going to be. Anything that is grown close to you and doesn't have to be transported as far. Also, they're probably going to be better for you because obviously anything that's processed a lot usually involves adding chemicals to it that you don't need. So,. The more like raw, ew, I hate that word, but the more, I don't know how else to say it, like just the more pure, I guess, you can get your food, the better it's going to be for you and the environment. I know around me, we have a lot of like farmer's markets. So those are really great. Those I love to take advantage of. Um, But yeah, any sort of like local food um growing your own food hello that is literally amazing that is probably one of the best things you can do personally I have not had a lot of success with this I know like me and my brother went through a phase when we were like 10 where we really wanted to grow our own tomato plants and they just kind of didn't grow anything because we probably neglected them. So, you know, this is something I want to try again. If anyone has any tips, please let me know. But I I want to give it another go. I just need to like find the time to do it. So, if anyone's into growing your own food, that's really cool. And you could definitely try it. It's a great little especially it's almost summer. That's a great little summer hobby, and it's really good for you and the environment. My next tip, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but Making an effort to consume more vegetables instead of meat, I'm seeing like sources say you should try to make half of your plate vegetables or maybe if you're making a meal you can use vegetables or like some sort of plant based option as kind of the base of the meal and then use like the meat or like protein source as more of like the garnish almost which is kind of kind of changing your perspective on meat and animal products because I know we usually see that as like the main portion of the meal but when you I mean when you consume more vegetables you won't need as much meat and yeah I mean salads are always great you can always just start with lettuce and then just add whatever you want on top but I feel like people don't really like to be told to eat salad a lot so you can definitely get creative with this um I've seen some really creative like bowls like you know rice bowls and potato bowls that kind of they might still have meat but it's way more in moderation because the base of the bowl is a plant-based food and also like I said consuming more vegetables is always going to be beneficial for you there's so much you can get way more nutrients that you can get from a meat or animal product in most cases and Yeah, you can still get protein. Don't even worry about it. Just trust me. Next. Okay, this is something I've been trying to do. But my suggestion is to try plant-based options at restaurants and at fast food places. I've heard this said on like TikToks and stuff, but I will say it here. Companies follow demand. So if there's more of a demand for meat products, or sorry, more of a demand for plant-based products and less of a demand for meat products they're going to give you more options more plant-based options and they're going to actually produce less meat um you can probably see this just by the way like so many company i feel like pretty much any company any restaurant these days has some sort of plant-based option i know starbucks kind of recently introduced their like impossible breakfast meat obviously burger king's been doing this for a while with the impossible whopper shout out to them um I know Panda Express for a while had, like, a Beyond Meat, Impossible Meat chicken of some sort, which is cool. Um, But, yeah, I feel like it's pretty cool to just look at, like, which companies are, like, more ahead with this stuff and which companies have, like, more plant-based options. Quick shout-out to Taco Bell because they have the best plant-based options that I think I've seen at any fast food restaurants They literally have an entire section that's like, it's it's the same menu, but it just everything is just replaced with. There's just no meat in it, which is pretty cool. Um, I think I got like a Crunchwrap Supreme, and there was no meat in it. It was just like beans and vegetables and like all the normal stuff that's in it, and it was amazing. It was so delicious, and I didn't even have to like break a sweat about whether there's meat in it. So. Definitely try Taco Bell if you want to try some meatless crunch wrap Supremes, I guess. I don't really know. But I also just feel like I know this is kind of, some, well, kind of something people are hesitant to do because if you're going out to a restaurant, you're spending money and you might not want to spend money on something you might not like as much. But maybe you can just make this a challenge for yourself to try something new. Maybe you will like it. I feel like in most cases like, why would you not like it? You know what I mean? It's usually just like the same ingredients or all of these like plant-based substitutes, like the beyond meat or whatever. It's kind of, I feel like, I guess it's more of like a personal preference, but I really found, have found that the taste is not that significantly different. Um, but I guess that is just a matter of opinion, but yeah, just maybe make it a challenge to try something new try something plant-based just like once, once or twice, and maybe you'd be surprised at what you can find. And then I kind of touched on these a little bit, but some substitutes you can make, um, for like common plant-based products. So, or excuse me, common animal products. First one would be using oil instead of butter. Um, I think you'd be surprised at how much butter people use like for cooking and if you just swap this for some sort of oil it can make a big difference you definitely have to buy a lot less butter and also in most cases I would say it's healthier depending on what kind of oil you use Um, so I would definitely recommend trying that next time you cook if possible Um, I definitely try to do this as much as possible. Another way, this is like pretty common, you guys all know, non-dairy milks exist, um, the issue I feel like with these is that they're a little more expensive, so people kind of typically, I mean, that's at least my, my parents' reasoning for not buying plant-based milks, it's just like, it adds a little bit of cost, but honestly, I feel like it's worth the investment, maybe some people disagree, and the one thing I will say is I realize there's times when my family is using a lot of dairy and a lot of milk and stuff like that especially around like the holidays when we're like baking so you know that around that time I try to you know get my parents to buy some like um non-dairy milks just to kind of like balance it out so like the milk that we put like in our cereal or coffee or we just drink can be non-dairy but then we can still bake with like the regular milk I don't really know it I just try to like we try to balance it out sometimes so we're not consuming so much plant milk or sorry we're not consuming so much cow milk although I will say something I also kind of learned recently is that different plant-based milks have like different levels of sustainability for example I know almond milk is actually not super sustainable in comparison to like other kind other well excuse me other kinds of non-dairy milks it is still better than cow's milk in some cases but it does require like a lot of transporting but yeah so it's it's this is kind of tricky but sometimes you might just be better off buying milk from like a local source especially if you live like nearby to like farms and stuff and then finally egg substitutes are really there's so many of them and this is for like baking and not really so much for just like eating plain eggs obviously that's kind of hard to substitute but I know like applesauce is a really common egg substitute for like cakes and stuff um I personally don't think I've tried that, but I know so many people who have, and it works perfectly well. An interesting one that I tried recently, I was making pancakes, and we didn't have any eggs, so I looked them up. looked up some egg substitutes, and chia seeds was an option, so that didn't really make any sense to me, but apparently what you do is just, I just took like a tablespoon of chia seeds, put them in some warm water, and let it sit for a couple minutes, and it forms like a thick like, paste kind of kind of like the same like consistency of an egg and I just used that and it it was great like you didn't taste them at all you could see them in the pancake so it looked a little weird but yeah it tasted great and it was really interesting to me um not I feel like chia seeds are not the most common thing to have on hand but if you do maybe try maybe you can try something with them next time you are like baking you need eggs but yeah that's pretty much all I have um if you have any more like substitutes like this or any more suggestions please send them my way I again want to try to like post them on Instagram speaking of the Instagram um yeah I didn't make it I'm really (laughs) I mean I I have the account but there's nothing on it yet and yeah I'm sorry I this was just a busy week I don't think anyone really cares that much but I'm just kind of mad at myself that I didn't get around to it and the reason is I haven't like delaying it is I just want to make posts like ahead of time sorry if you guys can hear my stomach rumbling that's really interesting um but yeah it will be I will have some posts made and it will be like good to go hopefully by next Monday by the next episode um But yeah, that's all I have for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Even if I hope this didn't make anyone feel bad, like keep, keep improving, keep trying to make these small changes, but it's okay. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. Just give, do the best you can in all things in your life. And that might not be the same every single day, but just give whatever you can. And that's really all you can do. I love you guys. And I hope you have an amazing week. Goodbye.